And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Wednesday, November the 2nd, 2022, coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay, Sam's here. Sam, how's it going? I'm doing well, Joel. I'm coming at you from uh, Manhattan, New York, right now. Whoa. Yeah. Um, and the my hot city. take tonight has to do with <clears throat> Houston Astros manager, Dusty Ooh. Baker, who, who I just learned, and this apparently is old news to Joel, but I just learned this week that Dusty Baker is the inventor of the high five. Mm-hmm. Um, he and Bill and, Cosby. They Cosby. Hold on, hold on, Thomas. Hold on, hold the <laughs> Thomas is back. Thomas is itching to go. Hold your horses, Thomas. We'll get there. <laughs> uh, and so I went into you know, and I found out about this on Reddit. Of course, I looked into it, and it's an interesting story because the other guy, you know, takes two to high five essentially, and the other guy was a openly gay baseball player who got like immediately run out of railroaded out of the league. Um, that's interesting. Hmm. Anyway, that's not my hot take. Wait, 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 wait. Dusty Who's Baker like, invented the high five away as a way of celebrating with an openly gay teammate. Yeah, so he hit like a walk off home run or something in the like World Series for the, something like that. Seventy seven, I think. Okay. Um and he Dusty was running Baker around did. Dusty yeah. Baker did, and he was running around the bases, and the guy... The base was, coach? No, it was just another player. This other guy was standing at home plate with his hands up in the air like this, like, you know, jumping up and down with his hands up in the air, and Dusty Baker reached up and smacked his hand, high-five style, and that was it. That was the that was okay. the first high-five. Okay. Now, um, was Baker... Uh, I don't know. Was he playing for the Braves? That's what... Dodgers. The Dodgers, okay. That's, I thought it was like him um, being really homophobic, maybe. And then I was like, maybe we shouldn't be talking about this. Like if he was like, was like, it was like if the gay two teammates going to like shake his hand and he's like, no, and like slaps his hand. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, that's where I thought that was going. I got confused. No, 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 it was a celebratory. He said that he just saw this guy standing at home plate with his hands up in the air and just thought he should smack, his, like slap his hand. Sure. That's yeah. the line. But okay. so that's not my hot take though. As right, crazy sorry. as that fucking is, that the guy who invented the high five is still alive right now. Um my hot take is that when the Phillies hit five home runs yesterday against the Astros, and then after the end of every one of those home runs came back into the dugout, everyone's giving each other high fives. Like that's got a Thing extra bad for Dusty Baker. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's my move. A thousand yeah. little big. <laughs> a thousand little daggers, each one. Exactly. Oh, oh. Um, that's, that that's my hot take. Thomas, to your point, um, I'm sure you saw this that Dusty Baker got like good luck t- texts. He he takes phone calls from Bill Cosby. Yeah, it was like one of the names that were like, all these people called Dusty Baker and would wish him good luck in the World Series. Like so-and-so, so-and-so, Bill Cosby. It's like... Like what? (laughs) Yeah, wait a second. Well, they were both... Joel tweeted about it. Yeah, they were both at the height of the popular... Yeah, they were both at the height of their popularity at roughly the same time, I feel like. Like, Yeah, I mean, I'm like... I don't. I don't think it's that big of a deal. But if I'm, if I'm Dusty Baker, if I'm Dusty Baker, I'm sorry. I'm taking Bill Cosby. You, you got to screen that call, man. You got to have your handlers handle that. Why does Bill yeah. Cosby still have your number? Right. <laughs> also, isn't Bill Cosby a Philadelphia guy? Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. He grew up in Philadelphia, and he went to Temple University, which is a right. Temple. He's a big Temple guy. Yeah. 
I like we're talking about the integrity of a serial rapist. Right, I was going to say, that's probably right. <laughs> Wait a minute. He can't call Dusty Baker. He's a Phillies guy. <laughs> He's just going to like slip him a, something in his drink and be like, I'm rooting for the Phillies. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why he can't call Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker can't take that call because he's he's a fucking rapist. Yeah. <laughs> There's two sides to that coin. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, um, all right. Also, rejoining us, as you know, is Thomas. Thomas, how's it going? Oh, it's going pretty good, Joel. I'm coming to you from the upstairs of my house this time, instead of the basement. Uh, in regular Seattle, where it's fall is here, we're finally having a fourth season. Um, anyway, my hot take was going to be about the Seattle Kraken. We got a cool comeback win and I was going to pretend like I knew a lot about hockey and been really paying attention to hockey and was going to say that the Seattle Kraken are going to make the playoffs this year. That was going to be my hot take, but my hot take is I just saw the preview for an avatar, an avatar read second and a second avatar movie. And I think that I've decided that the moment when avatar became like the single most watched movie of all time was the moment that I realized that humanity was fucked and there was no coming back. It was yeah. like, oh, this is what we are now as a culture. This is what we value. And I felt my first understanding of my connection with society, the 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 why, as it were. Okay, all right. Here's my counterpoint. I never saw Avatar. To me, the only Avatar is the last day of Bender, okay? That's the only Avatar that exists. However, okay. prior to that movie, what were the highest grossing films of all time? They were Titanic, Titanic, and Gone Before the Wind, or Gone with the Wind, Gone Before the Wind, Gone, gone. With the Wind, right? right? Both of which, I mean, Titanic, you can say they're like technic, like you know, well crafted films, but they're right. bad movies. They're not good movies. Neither of those, they're they're soap operas, right? America wants 90 minute long soap operas. So I don't let it bother me. I guess that's my <clears throat> America wants You're saying America that ship had sailed. Like six hour long Marvel superhero movies. Exactly. Correct. But, I, but okay, so I guess I'm not saying that like my tastes being divergent from mainstream Hollywood is what's weird. I'm saying that Avatar was the moment when I recognized that. Like Titanic. I didn't never saw the uh, the go- going with the blowing with the wind, Rhett, darling. Uh, but and I but I did and I, and I actually never saw Avatar either. <laughs> but I, I did see, <laughs> I did see Titanic, and I while I understood that it was a terrible movie, I could understand why people liked it, and I could understand the connection to it. Like I was like, okay, I get it, you know, sure. Like there's it's like a love story on a sinking ship, like. Duh, that's what everybody wants, you know. <laughs> I uh, so I have a couple hot takes about your hot take. One is I just saw Titanic for the first time last week. What? Um, oh, yeah, what are you doing watching Titanic now? <clears throat> I, mean, I don't know, Michelle wanted to watch it, so we watched it. <laughs> Wait, what um, is that you still and, have? Oh, Space Jam One, you still haven't? No, seen I saw it? that too. Okay, okay, I've never but seen a Space a Jam movie. Um, so. <laughs> Um, Titanic is was not was like very operatic. I, think, well, I didn't think it was a soap opera. I thought it was like an opera. You know what I mean? It was like a okay, yeah. It was like a very there's like one bad guy who's like so bad. Like from the <laughs> beginning, he's like the worst fucking person that you know. There's no like there's no arc for anybody. You know, it's like these are these roles that everyone plays, and there's a definitive end game that everyone knows is coming, which is the boat's going to sink. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I, I thought that was like, but did my you take on Titanic? You could but make, did you enjoy I, it or you did you hate every minute of it? No, I was okay. Uh, I wouldn't, I didn't hate it. I, I wouldn't. It shouldn't you know. be the highest grossing movie of all time. Well, it isn't. Avatar, Avatar is. Avatar is. <laughs> Well, I think Avengers Endgame is, isn't it now? 
Uh, I don't think so. I think I think it's still Avatar One. Well, Did I see Endgame? Uh, I might have seen Endgame. That, the, I don't remember. The other hot take on your hot take is I went and saw Avatar in the theaters like three times. Oh, <laughs> okay. Because well, uh, it was like three D, right? It was the first kind of like uh, it was modern three just... D movie. Mm-hmm. Right. It was uh, just like high high tech special effects, right? Right. Exactly. And I mean, so was Titanic, kind of though, for its own era. Right. Um, okay. Fair enough. So anyway, I just me and Sean you, just got it, super baked and went and watched that movie a bunch of times. <laughs> Do you like it? Uh, you know, I I couldn't really tell you the plot of that movie. To be perfectly, honest. <laughs> it just so looks cool. The movie, the plot. But it was a fun. It was like a fun movie theater experience. You know what I mean? Interesting. Because it's it's like there's like a bunch of crazy action scenes. The 3D is really intense and like. Um, it was a visual experience. You're not a, right. You exactly. don't care about the story. It was just an experience yeah. to have in the theater, but which is probably get, why I mean, it was, was. Yeah, it was similar to Titanic, where the plot is like not that deep. You know, I mean, I, mean? I can tell you what Titanic's about, and I've probably only seen it twice all the way through. Right. <laughs> okay. Do um, highest grossing adjusted for inflation or not adjusted. Yeah, adjusted for inflation. I mean, everything's adjusted for inflation. Thanks, Obama. No, this is this is fascinating. Okay, number five, Avengers Endgame. Ah. Number four, the original Star Wars. Mm. Number three, Titanic. Mm. Number two, Avatar. Uh Number one, Gone with the Wind. What? Uh, oh, because yeah, adjusting for inflation, it was a nickel to go to the movies, and everybody fucking loved that movie. Right, and a nickel was like ten thousand dollars, and a nickel was like ten thousand dollars. Right, only the the wealthiest people could. Do. I wonder what percentage of the American population saw Gone with the Wind versus what percentage of the population saw Avatar. You know, way higher with Gone with the Wind. I remember talking with my grandmother on my other side about that movie, Chloe, and she was like, "That defined her childhood." Yeah, like everybody went to go see Gone with the Wind, but still, everybody that's still only like what six million people or something like that. You know, it's like it's like when they, when you look at like the world's greatest atrocities, like World War II has the most deaths by m- number, but like if you look at Attila the Hun, he killed like ten percent of the world's population. <laughs> yeah. if, you don't, like, if you don't adjust for inflation, it's number one Avatar. Number two, Avengers Endgame. Number Uh, three, Titanic. Number four, Star Wars Episode Seven. When did Titanic Endgame come? Or Titanic Endgame? (laughs) 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 Endgame. Jack's back. (laughs) I would pay to see that movie. (laughs) I really, I really enjoyed the the stuff going around the internet about Leonardo DiCaprio was like the reason he dropped off the door and fell to this bottom of the ocean was was because it wasn't because the door was too small it was because it was Rose's 21st 25th birthday <laughs> I don't get it he doesn't have girlfriends that turn he hasn't had a girlfriend oh. everyone that's turned 25 he breaks up with <laughs> gotcha. yeah no Leonardo, I actually like Leonardo DiCaprio he has aged terribly Okay, because Paul Rudd, do you remember uh, Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio? What about uh, Clueless? And Clueless, exactly. Leonardo DiCaprio is in Clueless? Paul Rudd was in the stepbrother that she falls in love with, kind of. Oh, right. Wait, is Leonardo DiCaprio, is is Paul Rudd in Romeo and Juliet? Yeah, he's a... Paris. He, he's the, oh, oh, I see. Yeah, he's the 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 playboy that she leaves, she dumps for Leonardo DiCaprio's Romeo. My point is, is that Paul Rudd has not aged a day in thirty years. 
Well, I think that probably speaks more to Paul Rudd than it does to Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, right. Leonardo DiCaprio is younger than Paul Rudd and is an old man now. Like, yeah. Like a wrinkly old man. <laughs> well, if I'm a QAnon guy, then I'm breaking into Paul Rudd's house. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Paul Rudd's got all the adrenochrome in his house. If somebody is sucking down adrenochrome, then it's Paul Rudd, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, got to get that uh, all right. Hey, everybody. My name is Joel. I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. Joel, did you get a haircut? Mm, like a month ago. Oh, okay. I haven't seen you. Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. The White Sox have a new manager. Oh, this is your hot take. That's my hot take. And I don't. <laughs> that doesn't sound very hot. Because yeah. I can't. Uh, I mean, that's not, that's just like reading a news headline. Yeah, well. Not even really that closely. Pedro Greifel. Okay. Um, I just. What's your hot take? Well, my hot take is okay, I guess. He's not Tony LaRusso, so I'm happy. And he's kind of the opposite of Tony LaRusso. He's 52. So he's like half Tony LaRusso's age, like Sam's. Right. Um, this is his first managerial job. He was a bench, a hitting coach for the Royals before this. Hitting coach for the Royals? Yeah. When, when, yeah. uh, where, where's he from? No, bench coach. Wasn't he the bench coach? Bench coach, I thought he was hitting coach, but I could be wrong. Uh, bench coach is more of a likely transition, I think. But where is he, where is he, where is he born? He's Cuban American. Cuban American. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's a Republican. So he's a Republican, exactly. <laughs> well, that fit. I mean, they got it. They, they can't break all the rules, right? So I, but okay. Here's my hot take. At least the White Sox did a proper job search this time. Like that yeah. was one of the reasons why I was so furious when they hired Tony Larusa two, two, two and a half years ago, two plus years ago, was because they didn't even do a job search. It was just Jerry Reinsdorf called his buddy on the phone and was like, hey, will you manage my team for me? Yeah. Right. So we'll see. I'm cautiously optimistic about this hire. Um, I would be. Um, the team's good. They don't really need anybody. They just need somebody that's like going to be cool. Exactly. I So counterpoint, if I may, Joel. Sure. Uh-oh. I don't see how you do a full like job search. Look at the number two guy in Kansas City and be like, "Yeah, I'll have what that guy's having." Yeah, like, give yep. me some of that action. You know yeah. what I mean? I had that thought. You think this is satisfying another, like just scratching another itch? Like last one, like, I'm going to hire is, my buddy. This is me scratching my head about this hire. Is what it is. Right, because the Kansas City Royals are bad. So why don't you hire a bench yeah. from a bad fucking B? You, you, right. This division rival. Who They're not bad. that bad. Well, and he and then uh, Matheny, Mike Matheny, who I despise. I fucking despise Mike Matheny. Uh, like, does it come, is, is he one of your letters of recommendation? If he's one of right. your recommendation, I have questions about that. Well, that would make more sense from your ownership perspective and like kind of like a historical White Sox perspective. That's what I, I guess that's what I'm kind of saying. Maybe Sam is on to is like, maybe it's, it's just them being like, well, we tried your buddy. Let's right. try this guy's buddy. Perhaps. Yeah, I could see that. We love Mike Matheny. He's a fucking real kick-ass Republican who like hates gay people and is a <laughs> and is a racist. You know what I mean? Like they're like the we'll trust his yeah. instincts, and it, and this way we'll hire we'll satisfy all of our like you know optics by hiring you know a younger minority candidate. You know what I mean? Like from a small market team. Like this isn't somebody. This isn't your Hollywood pick. This is some real. You know what I mean? Like that's so they're kind of satisfying that, but they're also still probably maybe answering another bell. You know. I agree with that. I 100% agree with that. I'm still glad it's not Ozzy Guillen. I'm still glad it's not AJ Puzinski. Joe Girardi. I'm still glad it's not Joe Girardi. I'm still glad it's not Joe. Yeah. 
Like, I wouldn't want any of those assholes. So, I mean, on a certain level, being coming a manager of a major league team is like you've sucked up to enough people to get the, you know, the, the backing of a lot of people already, you know what I mean? So ultimately it's all kind of an old boys network anyway. So it's like, right. and for whatever, at least it's a young guy. Yeah. Different. The old guys network likes this guy. Yeah, sure. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's a thing. So, I mean, it was like, you know, Brian Snitker became the manager of Atlanta because he was just there for fucking ever and was like nice to everybody. Everybody liked dealing with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he was great. Yeah, it worked he out. He seems like a really good guy. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that to detract from anything. I'm just saying he got the job because <clears throat> he was there for so long. They were finally like, well, why don't we just give it to Snit? You know? Like, yeah, I think that that's worth fucking something. I don't know. <laughs> um anyway, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Uh shout out to everybody who's been listening to the podcast. We actually had a lot of listeners last week, which was neat. Um Continue to listen to us. Follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump. Sam, I I want to talk about Elon Musk really, really badly. You know, oh, nice. Right? But we gotta we gotta talk a little baseball, and then if we got time, talk about Elon Musk. Uh, oh, Trump is dead. Say that again. Trump is. I dead. read it on Twitter. Hashtag Trump is dead is trending. Yeah, yeah. Blue check, right? <laughs> yeah. Shout out to our listeners, Columbus, Ohio, coming in first place. Uh, Chicago, Illinois, San Jose, California, Casablanca, Morocco, uh, Champaign, Illinois, Charlotte, North Carolina, Dallas, Texas, Fairfax, Virginia, L.A., Madrid, New York City, Orlando, Prague. (laughs) We got some listeners in Prague. that's not one that's shown up before. That's sweet. And Prague is like a city I really want to check, right? Check, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. I spent the night in Prague, and I walked. I was like all excited the next day to go get a tattoo. I wanted to get like a rook or a castle or something like that. You know, like a yeah. chess piece. And yeah. I was gonna get a tattoo tattooed on my chest, yeah. so I was gonna have a check chess chess piece. <laughs> and then what happened? I got way too drunk and overslept and didn't have time to go to the tattoo parlor in the morning. You had to go catch your plane. No, we had to get on the road. I, I was traveling. Yeah. Tour, whatever. Sweet. That's awesome. I'm but a check chest chest piece would have been a really great joke for the rest of my life. I'm sure I'd still be laughing about it. But also the the Czech soccer team, they're like a checkerboard Josie, right? Yeah, I mean, I just wanted something quick and uh you know, like just so, so, and it would, it's just the check, chest, chest piece. Right. So you would permanently have a pun tattooed on your body. I, that's, I wouldn't have been the first time and it w- wouldn't have been the last. <laughs> Prague or Budapest? Prague. Prague. Okay, cool. Yeah. I got to go to the book. All right. All right. That's cool. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Continue to do so. Follow us, uh, all your, social media applications and podcast listening applications. All right. I'll shut the fuck up. Thomas. Yes. You tell us about game three of the American League Division Series between the Seattle Mariners and the Houston Astros. It was a long, fucking boring game. Yeah, it's, yeah, I meant to get here sooner. This is not breaking yeah, yeah, by any means at this point. Yeah. Thomas is at this game. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I went to the, the game. First, I went to game three. The first Seattle Mariners home playoff game in 21 years. Yep. That's it. I was there. Yep. I That was kind of the best part about it was that I was like pretty proud of myself for, for figuring it out. I was like, when it was right when the Mariners first qualified and I was like, okay, I'm going to buy a ticket. And I was like, what game will it be? Because you could buy like wild card game one, two, or three, you know, division series one, or and then it just had first home game and second home game available at that point. So anyway, so I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to go for the division series game because I don't think we, I didn't think we were going to make the top wild card spot. I bet against the, the Mariners. Oh, smart. Yeah, smart. 
Well, I just they weren't they were not looking good, and they were and Blue Jays were winning a bunch. So I was like, I don't think they're going to win the wild card if they get they might get second, but then they still wouldn't host it. And I was also kind of thinking that if they won a wild card game, I didn't want to see them just get knocked right out. But anyway, and and it was like if they win the first round, then if they win on the road, then I want to be at that game. So I was pretty pumped to be there. I mean, it was fucking pretty exciting. Katie and Katie, my wife went with me which was hilarious because she's not really a big baseball fan. And I also have recently discovered that she's got terrible eyesight. So I was in the last fucking row of the left field bleachers, like literally back again. Like, right? yeah. We got there and we're like going, uh, you know, it's like I've had some good seats this year where it's always like going down, 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 like the numbers get smaller. And you're like, I just, we're still going, you know, but this was like, oh, we're still going like up towards <laughs> the It's like, oh shit, we're the last row. And then there's yeah. like, oh, all the way down there, like right by the fucking, we're like half under a sign. It was like when the fireworks were going off, the, the ashes were landing on us and it was just like right behind our head it was like goosh, 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 for like <laughs> half an hour during the like player announcing this uh, announcing the lineups and stuff like that it was fucking hilarious but it was super fun i mean it was like very i mean people were pumped to be there yeah was, it, it was, was like, full house i assume oh to the gills it was like, <clears throat> yeah butts to nuts we were like i barely had room on my seat essentially i was standing up pretty much the whole fucking time right but that was like pretty cool for the first you know six innings and then i was like hey katie go get us beers like we gotta make sure we get beers before they stop serving the first pitch of the eighth inning and she's like okay so like we were you know we were like having a good time whatever but it's fucking zero zero and at that point i was like we're gonna win this game we're gonna walk this fucker off this is gonna be great and then it was like you know like they stopped serving and we all kind of started sobering up and it was like the 10th inning or 11th inning and i was like wait a minute we're not going to fucking score a run. These motherfuckers, all they got to do is score one run and we're fucked. <laughs> and then I still waited till the fifth. Actually, actually, I probably didn't think that till like the 15th or 16th. I even put a shoe on my head. I fucking like, we did, we, I put my hat on inside out and upside down. Um, but it was all, oh yeah. So Katie's like, can't see. And she's like, also doesn't really follow baseball. So by like the, by the, end of the game she was like what's happening what's happening <laughs> like everybody stands up just like cheering freaking out and we got a guy to second base she's like did we win did we win we're like no no we still got to score but if we score then we win you know she's like fuck you know <laughs> she couldn't she's like squinting and it's i had my glasses so i could kind of see it was it was uh it was pretty awesome but then how yeah. long was that game seven hours right? well that was the other trick was that we were like <clears throat> we didn't know what to do with our kids. And it was my son's one of my son's best buddy's birthday party that day. No. But his, his parents were like, Hey, we'll take the kids. You guys go to the game. Just bring right. So we took the, we drove up there and then took the light rail down. And then after the game, took the light rail back, which was also fucking. Packed. Oh man. You never seen 50,000 people leave the stadium so fast. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> it, uh, because nobody wanted to be the one who's going to leave, you know. It's like we're down one nothing in the 18th inning. Are you going to actually like leave now to beat traffic? It was like everybody stayed. Anyway, so the so we dropped our son off and our daughter at this birthday party at like we went up there at 10 in the morning, and they were like, because the game started at one, and they were like, yeah, drop them off. So we're having a birthday party. It'll be just another couple of kids, no big deal. There, they had friends there and in laws there and stuff. And uh, so we we're like, yeah, we'll be back by four you know like that's when the game will be over so i'm sure or well i guess i was like the game will should that's be over at four. the game should be over at four yeah but it was a 1 p.m pacific 1 p.m start time so i was like we should be done by four and heading back and it'll be fun and maybe it'll go longer than that maybe it'll go a little faster and they were like oh yeah no worries and they knew what was going on and they were watching the game but it was like yes yeah, seven o'clock and the game was still going on it was like i don't think i got out of there till I think it was like 7.30 was when the game ended. And then it was, yeah, 50,000 people basically going straight onto the light rail. And it was just like crush of people. Like there was like a, almost a fight. This kid tried to force his way onto the train. It was like, it was fucking carnage. And everybody was just sort of standing there silently. Sad. Right. They just lost an 18 inning game. Yeah. To be eliminated, you know, to end the, to end the season. But it was, you know, like the, the crowd was into it. We fucking booed the shit out of the Astros the whole game. Altuve struck out three times, a couple of times with like guys on third base with two outs. It was like, 
and we were everybody was booing him the whole time it was it was it was a lot of fun it was a, and then at the end you know everybody cheered for the mariners like after the game was over and it was like everybody's leaving it's like the let's go mariners chant went around and it was like ah oh, cool you know like supporting the team even in sort of like a bummer of a time shitty ending but a pretty good season i mean the astros were playing so fucking good throughout the, the al playoffs they were they i mean they were alvarez was so hot yeah i mean we were we were this close we were two bad pitches from forcing that game to go that series to go five i mean right right yeah yeah, and, and possibly sick. sneaking another win. I mean, if, if we had gotten another day out of Luis Castillo, I think we would have had a shot. You know, I don't know. There, it was a, it was a really fun season, and it was, was definitely game, not like the game one where the Mariners gave up the lead at the end. Yeah, Robbie Ray gave up a three-run homer in the ninth inning to lose the game by one run. Yeah, that that was. And we game. were up, we were up like set four to, we were up seven to one in that game. Yeah, Mariners should have won that game. We had that game. That was a that was a sad one mm-hmm. for sure. But you know, like eighteen inning one nothing is frustrating, but it's not. I mean, we lost yeah. eight to seven, two to nothing, and one to nothing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I mean, I don't know. It it was still a fun season. That's cool that you got together. Here's okay. So here's my hot take about this. In extra innings, here's what stadiums should do. Baseball stadiums should do. 12th inning, they should, like, open up the beer cart for, like, 30 minutes. Like, at once every three minutes. 12th inning, 15th inning, and 18th inning. Just just for, like, a half an inning? Just for, like, a half an inning. What would you do with everybody in line? Well, you got to serve them once they get in line, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> I think that you stop serving booze at the end of the seventh inning, and then if the game makes it to the fifteenth inning, beer's free. Yeah. <laughs> if you're still there after the fifteenth inning, you just get as much free beer as you want. You just come get it. You come and get. It. I mean, you only get one cup per person, yeah. and you can, you can refill it. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm on board with that, Sam. <laughs> Boat dump. Vote dumb, exactly. Vote dumb. All right. The world Uh, is going. Oh, wait, go ahead. I was about nothing. I was just nothing. Nothing. Go Mariners. Go Mariners. Go Mariners. I'm hopeful for the future. I mean, I I think we're going to be good next year, Sam. I'd like you to say that. I mean, we need need some some big pieces. going to be good, too. I hope so. Julio Rodriguez, but you like you don't have a lot of guys coming off the books next year, right? Like you're still uh, on the upswing of a of a. Like, yeah, no, we we're we're in a place a, where we should be signing free agents and we should be spending money, right? You think? Um, I think they have to. I think if they don't, they'll get strung up by their toes. Mm-hmm. Who we get is a different question, but we. I mean, we're we're going to be in on a lot of, of the free agents, I think, in the offseason. I hope. Aaron Judge? What are the chances hope, of Aaron Judge I hope we're in the, Seattle? I would love to have Aaron Judge. I think I think having – and I think having Julio makes people more interested in it because there's like he's kind of fun and it seems like there's something cool, you know. I don't know. I right. I would love Judge. I would I would love Trey Turner. Mm, that's a good one. I don't, I don't think we'll sign a big arm because we've got kind of spent some money on that. I think I think we need a couple more bats. I think we need some outfield, and I think we need an infielder. But we need pop. I mean, Trey Turner would be cool. I would. I mean, if we signed Carlos Correa, I would. I I would. I hate Carlos Correa on a certain level, but I think he's really good at baseball. <laughs> so it's kind of one of those things where I'm like, Ugh. I wouldn't be mad. I I don't want. I don't. Well, I don't know. Xander Bogarts. He's good. He's a good baseball player. I mean, he's going to sign somewhere. Are the Red Sox going to try and sign him? I think they'll try and extend him, yeah. Um, And I think they should. He really fits well with just with everything that the Red Sox are doing. So we'll see. I'm not sure if they're – I mean, you know, he's basically quietly – you know, top three shortstop in Major League Baseball over the past like eight years. So 
somebody may give them more money than the Red Sox will, but um, I think that there's a decent shot that he'll stay in Boston. Mm. Well, Um, but he's, you know, if you need home runs, he's not necessarily your guy because even in big power year, he's like 25, 28 home runs. I mean, Um, that's good. Yeah. Like that. I mean, JP Crawford became kind of a hole in the lineup in the second half of the season, second three quarters of the season. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. They say he's going to be our shortstop. So they say we're not looking for shortstops. We're looking to move somebody. But I don't know. That's all for next year. Go ahead. We can move on to the next subject. What world, what were we talking, what was next? Talking about the World World Series. Oh, yeah. (laughs) World Series. Phillies two, Astros one. It's game four is going on 0-0 right now. I've, we like, Go Phillies, right? We've talked, Sam and I have talked about this the last two weeks. Like, go Phillies. Unequivocally, without quite, I got to tell you guys something. I rooted for the Yankees. Oh, you did, Houston? I can't, <laughs> I can't. That's a bridge too far for me. Yeah, man. that's. that's yeah. I should have been, I should have led with that. Sorry. <laughs> I know you. So maybe you would have just, you would have just hung up on me. AL West guy. I get that. Like, you want your division rivals to go down but those fucking cheating astros need to go down man i don't want to see them winning <clears throat> christian vasquez just got a single in the top half of this inning and i was like oh <laughs> that's happened a couple of times oh with, with uh what's his name schwarber schwarber yeah yeah be- and schwarber really is a good fucking hitter like yeah, he might yeah. be the, he might be the best of those fucking cubby that that it's cubs horrible, but he, like he doesn't hit often but when he hits it goes a mile yeah he's he been slugging he's not shit. a batting average guy yeah i love batting he does average. walk a lot a lot i mean bryce harper is pretty good at baseball joel are you ready to admit that yes i am ready to admit that i am ready to admit that bryce harper is pretty good at baseball and i'm <laughs> glad this has been an anti Bryce Harper podcast for a very long time. Strongly anti Bryce Harper. It still is, though, just to be clear. What? But we're but, still anti Bryce Harper on this <laughs> podcast. Still don't but like that's it. for personal reasons. <laughs> yeah. Well, but like, I, I th- okay. I, my go, go my quick thing is he's coming through when his team needs him the most, which is one of the reasons why I, I didn't like it because. He never did this before. Mm. Right. For the Nationals. For the Nationals. Or for the Phillies until now. But yeah. But the Phillies never made it to the I mean, he mashed for the Phillies the first two seasons he was there, didn't he? He was like NL MVP last year. Phillies team, right? What? They didn't make it to the playoffs, I don't think. Right. I mean, he was never given the opportunity to to come through for his team. He just destroyed the regular season. Right. Right, but he did in Washington. He did have that chance, and he kind of fucked never, it up. I think. Yeah, he never came through. Okay, Sam, you had a thought. What, what did uh, what did Bryce Harper do to you, Joel? He needs a haircut. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> rubbing that that hair right in Joel's face. Yeah, he's got he's got long, luscious locks, and, right. and but no. Seriously, I see what's going on here. Seriously, it's you know, he was all hype and never came through. The Nationals traded him, won the MVP like two times, three times. So is Mike Trout. I got the same issue with Mike Mike Trout's a great fucking baseball player. Ish, (laughs) you guys are trolls. Bryce Harper and Mike Trout, they're okay. No, here's the thing is that like. You know, there's two seasons, right? There's the regular season, then there's the postseason. That's and like, sure, yeah, you could be a great regular season baseball player and never do anything in the postseason and still make it into the Hall of Fame, sure. But there's like, there's there's like a separate level for like postseason performers, which Mike Trout is not one of. <laughs> no. uh, Has Bryce he been in a postseason game? No. Yeah, no. They, yeah, yeah. He's never won a postseason series. He's, yeah. He's, he's, Did he hit? He's been, I think he's been in two. He's, what's his numbers? Come on, somebody look it up. 
Were they both wild card games? I thought he was in a DS at one time. I think they got swept. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay. um, I think but, Christian Javier might still have a no hitter. Don't jinx him. I'm jinxing him right now. I'm trying to jinx. <laughs> the point is, is that Bryce Harper is doing everything that Aaron Judge did not do in this postseason Correct. for the Yankees, Correct. which is yeah. come through when his team needed him. Um, well, yeah, that's, boy, you know, boy, you how need. much money? Do you, how much money do you think Aaron Judge left on the table? But with his postseason, with his postseason performance, that's a good not question. Much. Yeah. Somebody, Joel, so that, what'd you say, Joel? That's a really good question. Someone's going to overpay him, and it's probably the Yankees. The Yankees yeah. are going to overpay him. I think that I think it keeps him in New York, honestly. Although the the way that people treated him, maybe may he won't. Maybe he'll I don't. Get think he ever, I don't. I mean, I'm always wrong about these. <laughs> they were booing him. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He was getting ripped, <laughs> road. I mean, it was bad. Well, that's why we hate the Yankees. I mean, right? But is it enough for him to realize that he hates the Yankees too? No, Mike Trout. No, no, has, no, 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 if the Yankees pay you fifty million dollars more than anyone else is going to pay you, you get booed at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, forty-five. That's. But, I mean. Yeah, ask A Rod about that. Exactly. Yeah. No, I hate A Rod, but he's not. He is stupid, but he's not that kind of stupid. <laughs> but, no, Mike no. Trout is batting 083 with a hit, a homer, and an RBI, RBI, and a run scored in three postseason. He's three for twelve with one hit. Yeah. He's no, good. sorry, he's one for twelve. Yeah. With a home run. With a home run. Yeah. Sorry, three walks. Well, maybe it's a little too early to judge him then because he just doesn't have much of that. But even still, it's not a good look. Did I mean, guys, so like Tony Gwynn, right, is an all-time great baseball player. Never won a World Series. Um, I don't know what his postseason numbers are, but, you know, there are a lot of guys like that who... Right, but so if you don't get the opportunity to prove it, that's not necessarily means you can't do it yeah but at the same time it's like if he was really that great wouldn't he have the opportunity you know yeah i mean baseball's a team game yeah the opposite of mike trout is david ortiz because i love david ortiz which i think would would probably has led to his overall like legacy being inflated I know that I'm going to get hard pushback on this, but no, but that's what I'm getting at is that the reason he is going to be, he's already in the Hall of Fame, right? He's in the Hall of Fame, yeah. Yeah, he is because of like he was a great regular season baseball player, also. But the reason is he was a postseason player. That's yeah, yeah, probably yeah. the reason he got in on the first ballot. Yeah. 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 Um, but you know he has all the right numbers for the Hall of Fame. But everybody remembers him for that 04 ALCS and then what two I mean the argument is is that David Ortiz's legacy is inflated because of his postseason compared to someone like Mike Trout. They're not you can't compare. I guess Tony Gwynn would be yeah, Tony Gwynn probably doesn't get as much shine in like <laughs> the in the MLBs like you know, the, the Hall of Fame people like, oh, Tony, you know, they probably think of David Ortiz higher than they think of Tony Gwynn. And Tony Gwynn was probably a better pure hitter, better pure baseball player. Yeah. Yeah. I, they're, they're actually, I was just looking at some Tony Gwynn stats recently, which are fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's yeah, funny. He hit. Before, too. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I would say the opposite of Mike Trout would be... Stars are made in October. That's all I'm saying. Right. Yeah. I think we're all agreeing on that. Yeah, yeah. And 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 my bigger point is that Bryce Harper is now making his star appearance. The star is rising. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, did you guys watch that Game 3 game? Where he hit that first inning, first pitch home run off of yeah, that was 
I missed it, but I was I was shortly shortly caught up. I turn I turned that TV on like ten seconds before that happened. Nice. <laughs> I mean, it was like just came back from commercial rep. No, no, there was anyone's ongoing turn. Yeah, and then. So he, he gets that home run, puts the Phillies up 2 nothing in a game they would route the Astros in. And then he pulls Alec Bohm aside and tells Alec Bohm about McCullough's Something. his pitches. Bomb. Sorry. Is bomb? Bame? I say Bohm. I think it's Bomb. Bame. Bomb? I can't remember. Fuck. I don't care. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, they had something on. I mean, they had something on McCullers. He was chipping him. So he was chipping. I mean, McCullers shut us I down. He was got to pitch that game three. Yeah, the internet went down many rabbit holes about this. I think it was he was a uh, leg kick. He, he yeah. was doing a leg kick, and they saw that. Right that now. was a John Boy media, wasn't it? John Boy disagrees. John Boy does not think he's doing the leg kick. I think he's doing the leg kick. He was the first one who said it. But then he was like, but then he went back on it and was like, no, he doesn't like kick different. Oh, okay. Sometimes okay. on every pitch. Yeah. He refuted it. Well, and like, it's hard because both the um, the Bryce Harper home run was on the first pitch. And maybe the Alec, I'm going to say bomb pitch, was a uh, home run was also on the first pitch, I believe. So it's hard to tip pitches if you're swinging at the first pitch, right? Well, yeah. unless they know what the tell is. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that was maybe the tell was just on the first pitch. If he does this, you know he's going to throw a curveball. Yeah. And he was missing his places anyway. But they got what seven home. Yeah, I mean that, those were just like yeah. spinning right. In well, the middle and that the was the thing. That was the thing that I I talked about the other night was. If Twitter has figured out you're tipping your pitches, Dusty Baker needs to figure out that you're tipping your pitches. You can't even see that far. He's just too sore about everyone's high-fiving right in his face. All those guys are high-fiving out there in the stands, too. <laughs> God damn it. I should go out there and sue everybody. I should try and take five cents for every stop and be like, hey, give me a nickel. That was my high-five. <laughs> I invented that. Wait, what happened? We won? All right. <laughs> I know. I like Dusty Baker. <laughs> no, I, I do too. I, I don't know why I'm ripping on but him. But one thing, like, I, go I'm really coming down on him hard. I do like Dusty Baker. Go Phillies. If the Astros win, and I don't want the Astros to win, I will be happy for Dusty Baker. Nah, nah, I mean, I'll be happy for Christian Vasquez, though. Oh, did really? you see what? Wait, so here's, oh, but here's my hot take. I forgot about this about. The tipping thing was that today or yesterday, Eduardo Perez was talking on ESPN and he was like talking about Randy Johnson tipping his pitches. And so it's revealed on the internet that Randy Johnson, when he would throw a fastball, his glove was way closed. And when he would throw a breaking ball, it was open more, probably so he could get his grip around it. And like Ed, he talked, like he's like, I saw Randy and he's like, You always hit me good. How do you know? And he's like, Well, now that you're retired, I'll tell you. And he told he was talking about it on TV and they showed like, and so then some people were looking at it on the internet and they're like, Randy Johnson was tipping his whole career. So then, and like, right. And I'm like, wait a second, were players just that fucking stupid back then? Or like nobody was looking at this kind of shit? You know what I mean? Was there just not the technology? Right. I because think Randy Johnson, if you're throwing like a 99 mile an hour slider, you could probably tell somebody what you're going to throw and it doesn't yeah. matter. You know what I mean? Well, no, if you know they're going to throw a slider or, or you know they're going to throw a fastball or you know they're going to throw a slider, I mean, it doesn't make it easier to hit that much easier to hit it, but it makes it a little good. Yeah. No, no, totally. Yeah, I, All I, I'm saying is Randy Johnson was fucking nasty. Yeah, I think yeah. I think the takeaway is Randy Johnson was good enough that he could tip yeah, his pitches he, and strike you out. He would. That say, was kind of the conclusion of the internet. was like yeah. if Randy Johnson could tell you what was coming, he still couldn't hit it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, well, Lance McCullers needs to shut his bitch ass up. I hate Lance McCullers. Oh yeah, I hate Lance McCullers. <laughs> yeah, talk about needs a haircut. Give me a yeah, break. no shit. That guy's a fucking <clears throat> floppy haired dork. He looks like my, my best friend in seventh grade. 
He does. He does kind of have that seventh grade, like long hair, straight line. Yeah, he's like he's like kind of a rebel, but it's like like almost bull kind of in the back. You know, it's like yeah. <laughs> I hate Lance McCullers. <laughs> uh, uh, oof. Uh, I think Alex Blakeman. No, Guglielmo was probably my least favorite astro. And Guglielmo Blakeman. I'll go with Guglielmo today. Oh man, it goes fucking... back and forth. Who's my least favorite Astro? God damn, that's hard. It's got to yeah, be Bregman. It's got to be Bregman. Bregman? Well, I hate Altuve, too. Yeah, but I'm a short man, so I like Altuve. I know, and I that's the thing, is I understand why Altuve is like, likable from a, my perspective normally. like He's a, sort of a smaller guy. He seems to care what everybody thinks about him. He tries to be nice to people, but he just fucking sucks. And he's crybaby, dude. He always falls down and hurts himself, and then he's like, Wah! and cries for like 25 minutes. And then he gets up and like just walks off the field. He's like totally fucking fine. He's a soccer. Well, you know, he's from South America, so he's probably way into soccer. Yeah. Well, maybe. But he doesn't, uh, yeah, I don't know. He sucks. Fuck the Astros. Straight in the face. Man, if Sorry, you... I just got dinner delivered to me, so I'm probably eating really loudly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I've been watching you. Um, okay. <clears throat> Wrapping it up. I mean, what it's zero zero right now, game four. Bases loaded though. Astros got the bases loaded with nobody out. It, and uh, Jordan Alvarez is coming up to bat. Okay. Thomas, you weren't here. Sam and I both before the World Series were like Astros and six. Like mm-hmm. that was like the consensus pick. <clears throat> right. And then you immediately backtracked on it and said after game one. After the Astros went up five nothing in Game One, you're like, they're going to be done. Yeah. The oh, gonna be I, over I, by the time I, we pod. I, I was like, oh, we were talking about it in text. We were like, oh, series is over. Forget yeah. it. Five nothing. I did. I, oh, that's I, what I Joe was saying. That. I will definitely. I kind of was saying that. it too. This series is going to be over before we podcast. I thought it was going to be a sweep at that point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good on for the Phillies. Mm-hmm. I don't know why Jordan Alvarez decided to wait until game fucking three of the ALDS to start hitting like Jared Kelnick. But. That guy's good. That guy's good. I like him better than Kyle Tucker, motherfucker. Uh, I don't like that guy. Why not? Kyle Tucker pisses me off, too. I don't know. I don't know. He bugs me. I used to not care about him, but now I hate him. Yeah. I Like, Alvarez is straight up good. I feel like Tucker is... I mean, like... He doesn't deserve to be as highly thought of as he is, if that makes Who, sense. Who, Tucker? Tucker. I think Tucker's a pretty good hitter. I, I don't know. I think he's a flash in the pan. I don't, I don't know. I liked how John Smoltz yesterday was like, if Ranger Suarez, if he sticks around as a starter in the MLB, he'll win a gold glove. It was like... This is a game three starter. <laughs> like a, he's been around the major leagues for like five years already at this point, hasn't he? Yeah, anyway. Yeah, John Smoltz, whatever. Like people hate on him online. I don't hate him that much. I don't hate him. He's okay. Although uh, he did say that the Astros were atoning for cheating. And I was like, how are they doing that? Oh, yes, I saw that. Yes. He's like, for everything the Houston Astros have been through. And I'm like, what have they yeah. been through? What, what have yeah. they been through? They haven't been through anything, John. They they all didn't go through anything. None of them went through anything. Their, their manager got suspended for a year. That was it. They, yeah, they were, all they've been through is like long-term success. Yeah, and like, and like they get booed. They just uh, zero. Oh, oh, Alvarado came in. Sort of yeah. Oh yeah, they haven't atoned for anything, and they deserve all the booing they get. Right. Yeah, that's that's what he meant. He meant it's not fair to the Houston Astros that they go on the road and get and everyone's oh. so mean to them. <laughs> Dude, we booed him so it was so funny. I was so happy. Like. 18th inning to Altu or whatever, you know. Yeah, maybe 18th inning Altuve comes up to bat. It was just like, boom, the whole stadium. I was like, 
oh, this is awesome. And people were just like, cheater, cheater, cheat. Like the whole, for 18 innings, people who yelled at that guy. Maybe <laughs> those yeah, I need to go to one of those games. It was pretty <laughs> awesome. I got to say, I'm, I'm happy. I only paid 100 bucks for the tickets. Oh, really? I sold it. Yeah. I, uh, I wanted to ask, but I wasn't sure if you wanted to admit how much you spent on the air. So I'm glad you said that. <laughs> Yeah, That's no. Good. Hundred bucks is not bad. Yeah, I mean, it was right when it, it was an unknown ticket, you know. And they were like, "We'll refund you if you." Well, I mean, I got two, so they're hundred each. But even still, it's good. But yeah, I was like, "Oh shit!" I, when we were down 02, I was like, "Maybe I'll just sell them so I don't have to go to a sweep." But then I was imagined an Astros fan buying them, and I was like, "I can't do that." We still went to a. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was still a cool experience for sure. I went I to. Uh... Red Sox Yankees game in 2018 was the when the Yan when the Red Sox eliminated the Yankees in Yankee Stadium from the playoffs. Probably oh, you were at that game. I was at that game. It was probably like one of my best, one of my top sports highlight games that I've ever That's been awesome. To. Did you pay a shitload of for it? Or oh you... my god, yeah, I think I paid like 300 bucks for the tickets. <laughs> was it way up there, nosebleed? Uh, it wasn't, I mean, it was, it was in the top deck, but it wasn't like up. It was like yeah. towards the front of the top deck. Uh, that's not bad. <laughs> what were they going for the other day? It was like 35 bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, that was so bad. Oh, that was so bad. That, I just like, I don't, I, I mean, Yankees fans are the worst. We all know that. We talk yeah. about it all the time, all the time. Um, it's just that the Yankees fans, they don't even, like, they're just so dumb that they don't even get how embarrassing that is. You know what I mean? Right. Like, they just, they'll go on Twitter and be like, oh, yeah, well. They double down. Guys, like, 162 games, these guys didn't show up for us, like, against the Astros. And then, so we're going to, like, go to fucking Yankee Stadium and boo all our guys. It's like that is such a bad look, man. Yeah, I mean, was, you know, I really hope If it was an 18 inning game in Yankee Stadium, that stadium would be fucking empty by the end, like completely <laughs> empty. Oh, yeah. You're right. It would be You're empty right. by the 12th inning. It would be an empty stadium. <clears throat> God, that's so stupid. You're right, though. Yeah. Nobody left. We all left together on the light rail. And that one kid started to fight. It was pretty funny. It was, it was galvanizing for all the people that were pressed up. They were right up against it. Me and Katie got pretty far in. We were like, at first I was like, there's no way we're getting on this train. But they just kept squeezing people in. And it was like, yeah. I was just like trying my best to not get like super anxiety. But it was like, almost like, you know, when the crowd is moving and you're just like barely put your feet on the ground, you know, it's just like, you're just kind of floating. Yeah, no. uh, but we were so jammed in there yeah this kid could and he was like with his girlfriend and it was really funny because the guys were laughing about it after he left because the guy's like i'm a bouncer i'm in college and i'm a bouncer at the bar <laughs> and like that's what he was well that was the guy that stopped the guy from getting on he's like but my real question is what was that guy gonna do once he got on mm -hmm. like he pushed his everybody out of the way like and then he's in this packed ass train for fucking another 25 minutes like who are you what's gonna happen now it was pretty funny. Uh-oh, for nothing. Astros? Fuck. Yeah. <sighs> That's too bad. All right. I'm calling it. It's been an hour. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dump on the Yump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. This will probably be our last podcast of the baseball season. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay. So well, well, this series looks like it might go seven. Yeah, if this series goes seven, yeah, we'll we'll be back. We'll yeah, it doesn't matter. We'll, we'll be back. back. We'll but do I mean, a wrap, we'll once do a wrap the season anyway. yeah. once the season ends, that's when it really gets cooking anyway, right? Exactly. I'm gonna get really into hockey. Literally, correct. Literally, right? We're gonna bring back top of the crock. We're bring back top of the crock. I know. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, and also uh, book club, book club yeah. episodes. We got to do that. The other thing I'm gonna say this before we. You sign ever do Twitter clubs or like? Uh, Thursday night Twitter hangout. All right. Oh, that's right. That's right. You do that. Okay. Twitter's that. not gonna be around for much longer. 
Yeah, right. We got to do a, a B block about Twitter. You're going to have to pay a hundred bucks for your Twitter hangouts. Ooh, yeah. don't, tell right. don't tell them that. You're going to have to pay a hundred bucks a month to get like sexually harassed by some Nazi. That's the Especially future girls. of Twitter. <clears throat> uh, uh, fuck it. Ladies and gentlemen, jump on the up baseball podcast. <laughs> Don't get sexually harassed by Nazis on Twitter. Uh, follow uh, that's it. That's the future of Twitter. That's what it is. Uh, yeah, no, you ain't wrong. Uh, follow <laughs> us on all your social media applications. Twitter, for as long as it exists. Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, etc. Uh, listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating, a review, and a subscription. Thanks so much. Really appreciate it. Uh, for Sam and Thomas, my name is Joel. Ladies and gentlemen, have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Go, Phil. I have nothing. Sweet babe, I'm going to leave you. And the time is